0: Hello and welcome to the Time Travel Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Forage and this is a show where I review every single time travel book that I read <laughs> as I read it. There's no set schedule. So whenever I finish a time travel book, I do the review and stick it up here on the feed for everyone to download and listen to me, listen to the podcast. Uh, joining me today is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hi, everyone. And uh, yeah, accidentally read another time travel book. Again. Well, what, let's just looking back here, the book before this, uh, The Light Brigade, Yes. I knew that was time travel. Yeah. Second time I read it, really enjoyed it, got into it, we knew it was time travel. True. The book before that, Rosewater Insurrection, has this like, like, third book in the series suddenly comes up and they're like, oh, we can also do some weird time travel stuff, which Unexpected technically,
1: tra- technically
0: isn't time travel, it's one of those things like, is it technically time travel, is it not technically time travel? Okay. Not technically time travel. And then yeah, there's some other stuff going on as well in previous, in previous books, um, timey-wimey stuff, but yeah, to go accidentally do three books in a row, talking about time travel and reading about time travel, mostly comes down mm-hmm. to on that last book, book that we read which is the light brigade and you had previously read oh that was it you had read the Fast-
1: first 15 Love of harry august yeah. as well which
0: is also time travel stuff and you're like all right have done, done it. time travel so what happens is the book that i'm reviewing today is called the quantum garden by eric kunskun Kins-
1: which i haven't read
0: no you haven't read and the previous book in this uh, series is uh, is the called
1: quantum The quantum
0: magician quantum magician and I mentioned this in the last podcast, but when I was reading The Quantum Magician, they sort of set it up at the start, and they're like, ah, oh, we want you to, um, it's, it's like a con, like Ocean's Eleven, get the team together, I do think, a heist yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't a heist, because they're not was stealing it? anything. Oh, okay. Well, actually, you think they're not stealing anything, because he's being employed to trans, there's this wormhole network, and there's some restrictions, and on one ah, right. and one big, you know, uh, galaxy spanning like most of the humans are under the, the, the thumb of one big, you know, uh, corporate, not corporate, but like, you know, sort of like totalitarian, but it's really weird because it's never quite sure actually what the government structure is. It's not always okay. entirely clear, but some kind of uh, very powerful group and everyone belongs to that group and all the different nations okay. have, have gone around out from the world. And some, there's, the, there's the, the Sub-Saharan Union or something like that with <laughs> okay. people from Nigeria or whatever. And they're all going out and they've come back after this time and they're like, we want to get through this, like, uh, blockade, we want to get through this blockade, and we've got these fast ships that we've got, we've got this new technology, fast ships, and we've got this uh, other new technology of this other kind of stuff. We're more advanced than anyone, but we don't have enough ships, but we want to get through from this wormhole gate to this wormhole gate, and out to the other side, into free space, and we want you to work out how to do this. Okay. And um, and then
1: they get the group, the the clever guy, the, they're, they're, the geeky guy, so t- the, the
0: guy. So they go and talk person. to the the con man. Yeah, the con man who is a guy called I made some notes of different things. His name is Belisarius, and um, he's like the he's like the. Uh, Danny Ocean, or whatever it is going to be, like, right. but, and he's part of Quantum Humanity, where there's not many, there's not many Quantum humans, but they are people with quantum detectors, sort of like magnetic detectors all over, and they can go into a fugue state where they can work on quantum mathematical problems from different angles. But because they are like in this fugue state, so they're not observing it with a quantum, uh, with with a conscious mind, so they're not collapsing the waveform so they can do all this quantum. It's you know like the um, is the box in is the cat in the box alive or dead. Yes. You know, so is they, it a wave? they are
1: in the state. Yeah. And can't get out of
0: it. Like well, they, can't
1: can't observe it from the outside. They can't
0: observe it from the outside. So they go into the fugue state yeah. and they do these math. They do all these calculations yeah. and then they switch back and they go. Here's what I came up with. Okay. But, are they
1: vulnerable in this time? Uh, like when they go in the state? They're is, is, are like are they are more like
0: hyper hyper uh, like autistic, hyper autistic. I mean, I'm saying they're very, very autistic, so they can't—they don't respond to anyone. Ah. You know, they—they they go into. You, remember in um, "Deepness in the Sky," the people would go into that focused state. I can't remember what it was. Was it focused? They all—they all get focused. You can't remember this. It's a book you didn't finish. But everybody was like their brains, like their socials part of their brains were turned off, so they could just concentrate fully. Oh, oh on yeah, yeah, the, yeah of yeah, course. You know ah, what I mean?
1: Ah, now I get. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Okay, and so they, they get in this state. Yeah. They then are super hyper-intelligent solving mathematical problems. No, they're not, they're not so much
0: intelligent. Of course, they are intelligent. Yeah. The best of them are intelligent. Anyway, so he, they can also use that to do wormhole calculations and these right. other kind of stuff. So
1: he's the head of the group. He, he's, he puts a team
0: together. He puts a team and together. And then together. the team together, you, of yeah. course, you had the explosive expert. You had the person who was the driver, in the yeah. case a starship pilot. Yeah. You have someone who can do, like, the calculations. He gets one of his, like, previous love interests or, like, a previous uh, when Cassandra comes in and she helps with some calculations. Right. He gets the inside, the inside man um, yeah. to get to the puppet gate. He gets the. Uh, oh, he's also got um, an artificial intelligence called Matthew, Saint Matthew, okay. who believes he is the continuing intellect of Saint Matthew, who wrote Matthew, the Bible. You know, like the saint or whatever. <laughs> like you know, like the apostle. The apostle. Oh, no, was really? it the disciple <laughs> Matthew or something like oh, that? No, no, it's great. That sounds it's really, fun, though. It's a really fun character. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: it was, is there something going on?
0: Yeah, it's just, um, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's just I'm looking at this audio thing, and for some reason, some software reset itself. And it It's too work. small. But when we get into our new office, it's, get, it's getting yes, set up. It's we're going to have better audio. Soon,
1: it's being soon, it's there, it's... It's, it's, it's slowly be, going. It's we're moving house on Wednesday. Reach.
0: We're mid-house moving anyway, so I'm just a little bit annoyed about the sound quality. But when we're in the new office, we're going to have sound less... We're going to be in a lot less, less echoey room.
1: Yeah.
0: It's going to be Having stuff on the walls, carpets. Yeah, it's going to be great. Comfy chairs, not squeaky, not squeaky chairs. Can squeaky you hear chairs. this chair? No. Oh.
1: Uh, today oh, no. It isn't. Hey, today weirdly it, enough, the one time I want to
0: demonstrate. I yeah. want to demonstrate the uh, chairs not speaking. Um, anyway, so, so, so
1: it's a it's a fun group of people, and then that people. was in the first quantum yeah, magician. Just
0: just to say, but at the start of that, mm. he's like, mm, how did they manage to get all this advanced technology? And he works out that they were sending. Uh, they were sending uh, uh, information back through time with this weird... uh, Oh, the people who wanted to get through the Sub-Saharan Union. Oh, right. The reason why they got this really advanced tech is because they had actually had like 80 years worth of uh, technological advancement Mm -hmm. based on this wormhole that they'd found, which was both ends of the wormhole were kind of twisted 90 degrees and were twisted into each other or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you go in one side and come out the other one. There was like this weird 11-year time loop that if you sent information in one end, it would come out 11 years in the past and if you send it through the other way, it would come out 11 years in the future.
1: Ah. And what they were doing is they,
0: they made sure that they got four groups of scientists, and they said, okay, all you scientists split apart, you guys start working. yeah. And you're never allowed to have any contact with anybody in any other group. But at the end of 11 years, or the end of whatever it is, the 20, yeah. 20 years of the time span that they went, we're going to send all of your information back through the wormhole. You're not allowed to see it, yeah. but we're going to give it to another set of scientists and those people can work on it for another 11 years do right. experiments and work stuff out and then they're going to send their results back in time and we're going to give all of the results of their papers and stuff to another to set of people, scientists yeah. and bo- So cuz
1: exponential sciencing yeah
0: you can once you get on that curve that upward swing yeah. that curve going upwards you realize oh you can actually make a lot of stuff if you just have an extra few years it's like when computers first yeah. started along you're like oh the world computing amounted that you can do is this and then two like
1: m- 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 b.
0: What's <laughs> two mb was that two mb well, it's the kind of thing, it's Moore's law, isn't it? It's sort of like, uh, if it doubles every 18 months, yeah. w- at the start it goes, oh, one megabyte, two megabytes, four megabytes, or whatever yeah, it's gonna yeah, be. And, then, and then you're like, oh, three every, or eight terabytes. every Mac Pro now has more computing power than every single original Mac you know, Macintosh computer had. Like, you yes. put together all of the computing power of every single Macintosh in the entire world, with its entire production run. Yeah. The new Mac Pro has, like, more computing a s- power. A
1: single one. One, one, m- one
0: machine, and it costs about the same amount of money. Actually, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> actually a lot less. But
1: yeah. those
0: those early computers, you know, go, oh, this mainframe is amazing. It cost, you know, a million dollars and takes up a skyscraper and stuff. Like, yeah, our phones can do that now. Literally. That's, <laughs> yeah, so th- that's the yeah. idea of taking yeah. this exponential uh, thing and hmm. you, get, you get that late part of the exponential curve of, you know, spaceship technology, mm. so these guys are coming back and like, ah, but we can't work out this wormhole. So that was mentioned at the start of the book, and then it was kind of dropped, and it was all this kind of heisty, con job kind of stuff, all yeah. the way through to the end, and I was like, there was this time travel stuff that happened at the start. Why are they never talking about the time travel? And then, of course, in this first book, you realise, oh, we thought it was a con job, but it was actually a heist because Belisarius steals the gates at the end and goes off and is like, see ya. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. people he's just working for. He double crossed yeah. them. as like, bye, and <laughs> leaves.
1: And was it was it obvious when you read the first book that there's it was a series or was that like first like a standalone? It didn't
0: matter. It's it's a standalone book. You can read the first book as a standalone book. No problem at all.
1: Okay, but but it didn't feel like immediately. Oh, you have like a a, a a cliffhanger where you know oh there will be in a second book no
0: because it ends with it, it ends with a, a fine amount of triumph like right. he wins he wins and then
1: whoops that's he, it
0: he, he does the job okay he also does the extra job the double crossing them and stealing right. the time gates and then it's like
1: bye And now... And now... (laughs) Another book. Next book. Okay.
0: And suddenly it's like, oh shit, everyone's after me.
1: Right. So this one is the Quantum Gardener. This is the Quantum um, Garden.
0: Not the Gardener. Garden. Garden. I think I said Quantum Gardener to you at some point, but it isn't. It's just the Quantum Garden. Garden. And uh, when did it come out? Uh, Like uh, last year, like two months ago. Okay. Uh, Release date. uh, Really recent book. Yeah. uh, October last year. October 2019. So it came out. And someone on the SFBRP listener group said, hey, the new book's come out. And so I looked it up. I was like, Ah, Quantum Thief, sequel to Quantum Thief. And I'm like, Oh no! No, 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 no! Too I, many quantum books. Quantum, <laughs> Quantum Thief was another book, but because Quantum Thief, the name was already taken, this one had to be Quantum, uh, uh, Quantum Magician. Magician. And then, um, and then this one is the follow-up called Quantum Garden, but it should probably be called like the Quantum Spy or the Quantum uh, Double Agent, or you know, there's right. there's lots of other things. But you know, Magician, okay, Quantum Garden it took me about halfway through the book, and I was like, oh, Quantum
1: Garden.
0: Uh, good. I, I mean, this is, understand this is what, what can... it
1: should be, right? Yeah, yeah. So you shouldn't I mean, have
0: a. He, he only gets to the Quantum Garden about halfway through the book, but it was mentioned beforehand, and okay. then you get there, and there's like, oh, right, I understand what's going on. Okay. Um,
1: and then you listen to the audiobook listen to the
0: audiobook a Who? really good really great narrator yeah. uh, T ryder Smith he does lots of stuff okay. although he does get to the he, he does have one of these annoying habits where you're like and then he gets the exciting part of this of the car chase and it gets really difficult and then this person turns left and the person turns right and this person turns spin and this person turns anti-spin and this person goes this way and this person goes um forward through time and you know because the car chases spaceships through wormholes and stuff like that so it's like <laughs> okay. it's, I think at one point they're doing oh yeah we're doing um 22 dimensional, uh, spaceship chases
1: uh, and things what? like
0: that and he goes really excited and then and then it comes down again and it's sometimes like oh actually like i don't read in that voice right. in, when i'm reading a book in my head like when I, my voice so in my head isn't...
1: he's not reading out um uh, he's not letting the the words that he's yeah. reading do the excitement do i don't he, mind it's adding... fine but
0: he does he, he does the different characters because they've got this cast of characters yeah. Um, and so,
1: does he do different accents?
0: Yeah, different accents, but also uh, some of them like have different languages, and they're speaking through interpreters. And mm. one of them is sort of like his voice is always at the same really tone. Flat. Yeah, where it's always not really flat. Sort of like I don't think you should be doing this. But he, it says in the text of the book that there is a subtlety to the the voice translating, which is kind of like it just by the word choice of the translator and these other things that kind of put little different spin on it. And he does that really well by having like a mostly flat voice. Yeah. But also, by like just 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 enough inflection that it makes it that it makes it work cool. um Sounds good. so uh, yeah, so at the start of this book, there's this one little time travel thing which it, what they do is that suddenly people go, "Ah, these quantum people, these quantum intellect people, yeah. they are actually too dangerous because they have they beat All like the they knowledge- got the small sub-saharan uh the union and went all the way up against a big the conglomerate I think it may be called the conglomerate or whatever It's like the big, you know, um, the conurbation there all of these all of these different <laughs> books All of these different books. You've got the culture. Yeah. you got the Commonwealth you got yeah. all these different things and this one let's just call it the conurbation. Okay. It's not not its word That's not the word and they're like, all right. So, um, the quantum the quantum human humanus at uh, the mm-hmm. homo quantumus or whatever I They are. The, they, hum- they
1: came up with a new
0: well, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, they, they have their own not so much a species, but they are a different species, because they have a different mind and a different uh, okay. body technique. But it's stuff. not...
1: it is, um... Do I have to think of this, like, as humans who have uh, augmented uh, The first book bodies? is
0: much more about all the different kinds of humanity in the world okay. at the moment, or in the universe at but the moment. But
1: they're not born like that.
0: Yes, of course they're born like that. They're born like, like that. Like, the puppets are born with puppets. Like, the, the pilot, he is a pilot who can pull 50 G turns in space. Like, 50 G is would just squish a human like yeah. a grape. And um, <laughs> and so what they are humans, which are um, evolved to live in like um, inside Jupiter, you know, where the pressure was really hard. Yeah. So they are like whales. They are, but not yeah. even like whales. They are like deep sea creatures, yeah. which still have like human um, past, but they've all been <laughs> spliced together, very, very <laughs> oh, I'm cute. i so sorry. They ha- all have this very, like, spliced-in genes that make them that, and they say, ah, oh, oh, like, okay. the only thing we all own as, like, a species, like, we're yeah. not a nation because we're all kind of independent, but what we all own as a group is our fucking machines and our birthing machines. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's, it's the whole thing, so, like, well, how do dolphins have sex? Yeah, you've got to have another dolphin to come in and, uh, like, kind of prod, prod against the back of the other dolphin. You know, it's difficult in, if you're in zero-G to have sex, uh, but you don't have arms and legs. I've never How's seen it? a dolphin... Have sex before? Yeah. I know. I'm not sure if that is actually true, but that's from another science fiction book. Oh, okay. If, when, if you join the Three Dolphin Club, it means...
1: <laughs> I'm it, so sorry.
0: And that's okay. You, I know <sighs> you're a bit unwell. Uh, if you're in the Three Dolphin Club, it means you've had sex in zero gravity. Not that there was a third person there, but the whole idea being that, like, oh, if you got, if you can't have gravity have, to, have to to thrust against, yeah, if you just thrust, you get pushed apart. And it's like, well, how do dolphins have sex? Well, someone else has to. Co- I don't know if that's actually true or not. <laughs> if someone I read in a book once. <laughs> okay. Um, uh,
1: so back to oh, so this, so all this, of these different and these quantum it's like a mutant.
0: Not a mutant, because no. they can. You know, it's just sort of like self-modifying. So it's all these different people who've either been self-modified, or right. in the first book there's quite a bit about the puppets, and uh, the puppets are sort of like these kind of small slave race who are kind of meant to be supple, and you get like the puppet masters who have all these, you know, thousands and thousands of uh, slaves who work for them, but these slaves are like little hobbity kind of people. Anyway, I don't want to get into too much about okay. that. But yes, everyone is a different, all the different species, but most right. of the, this book is mostly humans. Yeah. Um, Uh, from the Sub-Saharan Union. And does it
1: feature Belisarius?
0: Belisarius, yeah. I'm trying to... Every time you ask a question, I'm going off on a five-minute thing, and I wanted this to be a short... You wanted this to be a short podcast. I'm not saying don't ask questions. What I'm saying is, at the start of this, they say, oh, the quantum humanity is now too dangerous. Let's wipe them out. So the book starts with uh, Belisarius and Cassandra in their fast spaceship that they got as a payment for the other one, yeah. um, watching their world get blown up. Oh, no. And they are like, Shit. We're Time bu- travel. Uh, but they're like, Time travel. And they're like, Turn around. We can't learn anything more about this Okay, now. okay. And the reason is, if they learn the outcome of something, yeah. they have, have obse- observed what's happened. So
1: they're not in that quantum state.
0: They are in a state of quantum uncertainty. Yes. So what they have to do is they go back in time for two weeks and then have to live in a world where they have been before. Yeah. And they actually say they actually say to Matthew the AI, look after the ship. We'll be back in two weeks. Don't tell our future selves. <laughs> Don't tell our future selves that we're leaving right now. Bye. So you realize that right. for the last two weeks of the book, previous book. Yeah. St. Matthew AI has known that these guys are going to succeed Ah. and go back in time, but they just said, program yourself to never mention this. Thanks, bye, and stuff like that. So then they have, this is all in the first few chapters of the book, and they have to go on a a mission to get all of the quantum people from their planet, and there's not many of them, just a few thousand, put them all on a ship (gasps) and get away with them, with nobody outside of just the two of them knowing knowing what's happened. Of course. So when that their world is blown up or their space station that they live on right. is blown up. It's been empty. It's it's empty, but nobody knows that they've... That, they, that it's that, empty. That it's empty. Yes. And so they just see the expanding wave of particles coming out from that that's been blown up. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a movie that I once watched. I can't remember the name of it at all. And it's about people from the future wanting humans to come through to work for them in the future. Yeah. And what they do is that they open wormholes into planes that are just about to crash. Yeah. And they take off all of the people who are human save them and like we're saving you and then replace them with sort of like corpses of people who've already died or whatever like Uh, that okay and then and then they all uh, and then the plane crashes everyone on the plane dies but they've actually saved everyone on the plane and replaced them with other stuff but Ah. because they all die nobody knows about it not a great movie but it's that conceit of saying can we swipe people out just before they get died but do it in a way that everybody else is ignorant because we can't Do we can't put in place these time paradoxes, right? Because they work out that if a time paradox happens, there's this like feedback cycle of the universe kind of flipping between two different states, and energy is used every time you do that. And if it flips between two different states in a thousand years, in a thousand years, all of the energy in the galaxy is Mm. being taken up with this exponential curve flipping back between these states as the um, as the cone of light, the light cone, as they say in quantum stuff. The, The idea being that If information is going out into the world, there's a point where information hasn't reached it yet. Yes. Even if it hasn't happened because light, you know, all the light and stuff like that. It's tricky. But it's an interesting way of talking about paradoxes. So the rest of the time travel story, which I'm not going to get too much into. um, But it's set up in this way, like in Back to the Future, Martin McFly goes back to save his parents. And what he's really doing is saving himself because in the future, right. he needs to, uh, he, he starts fading. You see him yeah, fading he out on make the, sure and he starts fading still
1: out, get still get
0: together. And so we have a Marty McFly adventure. I'm not going to go into the reasons, but they have to go back in time to, to go on a mission. In this case, it's like a, an undercover con job, you know, they've got to get some information from the past. Yeah and they go back in time to do this kind of stuff. But always in the back of everyone's mind is, if we fuck up and mess up the timeline, we're going to set our galaxy into a weird flipping quantum state where in the end all of the information and all of the energy in the galaxy is going to be swirling in this like feedback loop. Yes. And we're gonna wipe out the galaxy. Okay. Is it worth going back in time to save these people, these quantum people or yeah. you know, whatever, whoever you're going back in time to save? Um, can you can you back, go back in time and save that? Is it worth it? And then when you're in the past, how much, what, to what length will you go to to stop the paradox happening? And also you have to realise how much did people who knew that you came, back... you know the whole thing when I said let's tell Matthew that we're going to go back in time, yeah. but he's not allowed to tell anyone, and yes. they all realise oh in our timeline there's people who know that we went back to ti- back in time. But when we go back in time, we're getting to the point where they don't know what's, happened in the, what's happening now in the future, but in the future they'll have known it. So they're sending us back in time knowing that they've met us in the past, but they're not telling us anything because if they tell us something, you know, that whole yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah, this, grandfather paradox yes, and yeah. this cyclical yeah. um, cyclical causality, like this is only happening because someone back in the past to yeah. make it happen.
1: Uh, but we still have to make them um, do this. because Yes, and it still yeah. has to
0: be consistent, yes. otherwise the paradox happens. Right. And so the whole book is about this, and I found this really fascinating, because so often time travel books grapple with this, but, but don't, don't really
1: explore it. In they, deep,
0: the in depth. cost it always comes down to the cost of time travel. Yeah. What will you do to make the paradox work? work? Yeah. In my book that I wrote, Mining Tomorrow, and that series of books, yeah. the whole point is that each time you go back in time, you wipe out a third of the world's population, yeah. but you don't know it because that happens after after, you've after done that it. loop, after yes. that loop that you do it, yeah. and then you're like, oh, we need to fix the problems in the past. But how will we do this? And I do the same kind of light cone kind of thing yeah. as well. Like if this happens before this, if you're two light seconds away, but it happens before two light seconds takes place. And that's what this book is talking about okay. as well. There's some other science fiction books so do that. it's
1: a very what? nerdy, in-depth, it, technical exploration.
0: It does, like I say, if this it is the time like travel very, book. It's very,
1: very hard for me to, to grasp, is mm. it?
0: No, because it no. does it all on the level of Marty McFly going back and playing a concert. So his, his, um, his parents fall in love. Right. Like, all of these things come about. And again, I don't want to get into what the mission is or who yeah. they go with and yeah. all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's like, heartbreaking in some cases, like, the what people realise is going to have happened in their future or in the future of other people. Like, oh, now I understand how this person was treating me or why this person was treating me that that. way. And then you think about the circular things of like, Oh, did they do that because I was a good person or do a good job, or did they do it because me in a previous time they told them to do that? Yeah. So it's all that you know, that whole idea of what, what free will is. Mm. What what does it mean to take responsibility for something? Mm. What does it mean to make a sacrifice for something if you've already made that sacrifice and everybody in the future already knows you made that sacrifice? Sort of like, do I still have to make that sacrifice? Yeah. And you're like, maybe I do need to take that sacrifice. And I'm just saying the levels that all this is happening on is happening on a human level. And all when they're talking about, oh, we're in the 11-dimensional kind of sphere now, and you're 22-dimensional, all these different kinds of things. You're like, okay, you don't actually need to get your head around that because everything is played out, by analogy, at a human level okay. of human interactions and human relationships. That's good. And, so- and that is done in a way which I've not seen for something which is hard science fiction
1: done quite in this in this way in this literal like it's it's it's, a, it's a,
0: hard science fictional in stuff in a literary no not literary like personal like right. personal relationships with people oh, okay yeah yes that's what i'm saying like if this was um uh i was saying before about like what are the what are the five star books that i've read yeah and, and one of them uh, what was it here um, diaspora by greg egan greg egan writes at this like mathematical level like oh i've got this Mathematical concept and now I'm gonna write a science fiction book about it. Yes. That's what that's what uh what was his name? Derek
1: Kunskin.
0: Kunsken. Derek Kunskin. That's what he's doing here. Okay. But he's writing it at a more human level than right. Greg Egan can do. Okay. Or has has done. Like he, Greg Egan has hints at this, whereas yeah. this is foregrounded. Like this is a book about personal relationships and personal responsibility, which is interesting because it's played out in a way which is more difficult or more impactful like it starts out with somebody's entire nation entire race entire species being wiped out and them going fuck that was my responsibility right they've been destroyed because something that i did yes i double crossed i i won against the most important powerful people
1: yeah, but they then showed what they can do.
0: And they did showed what they can do back against me. But at the same time, I made these other people win, then double double crossed them and stole their time gates. Yeah. They're against me as well. And I thought, "Hey, this is all some fun and games. La, 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 I'm la, la, I'm Danny Ocean. I'm just doing, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. just doing this, Yay, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Whatever like that." We get away with it. Kind of comes. And it's like like, "No. Everybody you know dies except the people on your spaceship." And you're like, "Oh shit." And he he solves that. But then from then on, yeah. as it goes onwards from then, other questions come, come up, up in bigger course. ways. Yes. And he's, get, he's hit by different things. And the other characters, I, 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 I Kanjika, I, Ian Kanjika, the, the officer from the first book, yeah. she comes back and she's the one that he double crossed in the first book. Right. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we've got to team up with the people who you double You know, that, that whole yeah. trope yeah. of like, you used to be enemies, but now yeah. you've got to team up together, yeah. which happens in all of these heist movies. Right. Like, uh, it's like so the policeman y- has to get together with the crook to take on the Nazis, whatever it is
1: so you had a strong emotional reaction to the story and the people
0: yeah yeah it's really it's a really strong book yeah like it's again not perfectly written and there's some parts of it which i do think are a bit weak there's this the scarecrow which is introduced who's like the big main threat and mm, maybe I think that's setting someone up for the th- that's setting up a threat for the third book. Oh there's that's another gonna, book coming. Yeah yeah there is it's there's actually this is the third book in the Quantum Evolution. Oh no this is the second book but mm. there is a third book coming out. And uh, I guess
1: Can I have a guess I I know this might be uh, you can't really answer this. Yeah yeah um, but I still want to ask the Quantum Garden. Is that then like the place where all the quantum people are being put? No, no, it isn't. He come. Ah. They
0: find another species, be and all the time, <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those books where there's no intelligent alien life out there. It's all just different flavors of humanity. Okay. But then they they find oh these these um uh uh motiles you know like in the oh no you haven't read that one have you, you, you oh no you did um in Pandora's Pandora's. Sky, oh, yeah. no, uh, yeah, yeah. Judas and chain. Pandora's Box, yeah, 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 no, it's yeah. not called it, yeah, 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 Pandora's yeah, yeah. Star, yes. that kind of thing. They have these motiles, yes. which are these, you know, these plants which kind of move around like that. Yeah. And these are on this ice planet and they move really, really slowly. Yeah. And uh, again, I don't want to give this too much away because this is, there's some fantastic time travel based evolution going on. Time
1: travel based evolution. Okay, so you're... So you're you're taking a a seed with you on a time travel.
0: No, if there's a time gate where everything can go 11 years in the future that way and 11 years in the past that way. Yeah. What happens if if some spores from a plant go backwards in time? They they, don't need to go into it. I'm just saying that's what this book is about. What happens if... They
1: combine with other sports?
0: Yes, but what happens if if generations are mixed together? Ah. And you're not just having the generations of like, this is this generation, and then the next generation gets these benefits.
1: It's not parallel lines, it's it's like interweaving... It's
0: interwoven from 11 years into the future and 11 years in the past. So they have also, in the same way that the scientists in the first book, they have this, um, uh, you know, uh, this exponent to yeah. their, 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 the exponent that comes in yeah. by being able to send information back. This is what they're doing, but they can actually send information both ways through, okay. so in the past they're like, oh, next week our entire species is wiped out because the the brown dwarf that we're uh, orbiting around is, there's a flare, and our entire species is wiped out, but it's okay. We're sending through these uh, spores 11 years into the future, so in 11 years time, we'll, be we'll just be planted. Oops. So as soon as the species is wiped out, there's just sort of like, oh, this fertile ground around them so it's them, like, like
1: that. a, a time traveling species
0: <laughs> yes but it, there's a lot more to it than that okay. and i don't want to let like, I say this is the kind of stuff that they talk about and, and it's so it's only things. when they get there they're like oh quantum garden yeah, nice <laughs> <too>. <laughs> that way like that. Oh, cool. and again everything else that happens and what they need to do and why they need to go there i'm not even going to talk about when we do the review of the next book of course i'll probably have to talk about some of that stuff okay. because who is on the mission and what they're doing there and all the people that they meet and all the stuff that happens along the way is the thing that is so emotionally impactful and personally impactful. And that I've set up what happens in this book. I've not spoiled anything because the joy is reading Reading about personal relationships which are based on time travel in a way which is... uh, You haven't read
1: anywhere else.
0: I've read other places, but this is not a five-star book. Okay. Like... Close. I'd say it's a four and a half star book. Yeah. Because this is doing Clever stuff in a way which I had tears in my I, eyes. I, I had tears in my eyes personally from the, from the personal relationship. And I was kind of punching the air as I finally understood what they were talking about. <laughs> and the spaceship chases through the, through, the, through the wormholes. Um, I was like, I know what's going to happen, I know what's going to happen. And literally one sentence later they're like, and they solved the problem in this way. And I was like, thank you, I managed to get that literally like a minute before it was actually happening. Like, like oh we don't know how to solve this thing, we're being chased and we can't work out how to escape from this scarecrow that's chasing yeah. us. And I'm like, uh, and just as it's happening, I was like, oh, I know how it's going to do it. I know how it's going to do it. And then like a minute later, I was like, what we need to do is this. And I was like, yes, I got that. In the same way that like my favorite books allow me to be that clever. Of course, I know I'm not being that clever because if it's well written, you're meant to understand. You're meant to.
1: All of these con
0: jobs, all of these things, you're meant to see the twist about 30 seconds before it's actually presented for you. you That's great.
1: But I can always tell if you if you really like a book. Yeah, because you just have. Yeah, you just well, have a, 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 it's weird to say, a twinkle in your eye. Why like, wouldn't I have a twinkle in my eye? Definitely, I can tell. Uh, and this is definitely a book. Um, did it end on a cliffhanger, this one, then?
0: It did not end on a cliffhanger. I don't really want to give away too much. What it, Oh, what it ended on was them going, and the scarecrow is coming. Because like I say, the scarecrow in this book kept on being introduced. Yeah. And it was pretty good for some, you know, space time, like, like spaceship uh, chase sequence through the wormholes yeah. and stuff like that, which is good fun. But... Not, Not it wasn't consequential to the main plot. It was more like, and here's another thing that's happening while we can skip away. You know, like in movies, they're like, and now let's cut across to this part of the battle. And now it could, and you realize, oh, that entire part of the battle over there wasn't important to actually what happens, you know? It's okay if like, oh, this part, Neo is doing this thing and then here he's saving these people, but these people have to give him the information. If there's like a loop of information or dependencies Mm. of of what's going on when you cut between between the different parts of the story. But so often in books they're like, and here's something exciting happening over here and now here's something exciting back in this place, and now let's switch to them, and I'm has... like, but they're disconnected. You could have yes. just told me this exciting story, yeah. and this exciting story, yeah. and that's switching away from the exciting story. To be honest, in this book, I didn't mind it because what was happening in one place was kind of informing what was happening in the other place, right. and, Yeah. And but, but much more on a kind of like literary level rather than as a plot level. Okay. On a story and how you experience the story, the scarecrow added into it, but actually on a plot basis, Not a lot of impact on this story. But it
1: was important that it was introduced. Yeah. So it...
0: Well, I don't know how important it is, but the third book is sort of like, and they think they get away with it, but (laughs) ha! here comes the scarecrow. Right. But the scarecrow, uh, for the amount of time it took him in this book, in the end, a little bit disappointing. You know, it sounds a
1: little bit like in um, The Wizard of Oz, like right. the the big magician, that turns out not to be the big magician. No, because
0: they're all going to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. Yeah. And here it's it's like uh the, the scarecrow is set up as a the wonderful wizard of Oz.
1: Yeah.
0: Or whatever it is. And they're kind of like some flying monkers that are kind of like, oh they're annoying, get out of the way. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know that yeah. not even that. Yeah. yeah. I would not even say he's annoying because it is a major part of the book, but for it did feel like, oh, this work is being done for the third book in okay. the series. Uh, it's the, the third book in the series or in the th- the next book yeah. or whenever the series finished, yeah. if it wraps up well, this could be like a really good series. I think this per second book is a bit more focused down onto one thing than the first book. Yeah. Fewer characters that we're spending time with. The team is is, is, is a slightly smaller team. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. so,
1: but, generally, second books in the series are not that, um... This
0: is a complete story. This is like, cool. you have to have read the first book, otherwise yeah. you're like, what the fuck's what going, is going on yeah, in 22-dimensional yeah. se- yeah. space here, yeah, you but know? often
1: in a, in, a, in a series, the first book is really good, and then you have like a, mm, yeah, then the follow-up is... No, a... this
0: is a really good follow-up. I'm yeah. really impressed. And actually, when I look over here on um, The Quantum Garden, 4.32 is the second oh, book that's...
1: here. Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah. And Only uh, coming out in October. And the first book is a 4.06. Of course, the people who like the first book read the we'll second the book, it's self-selected, but of of what's going on. Obviously. But uh, yes, I do think it is... What uh, are
1: the people on Goodreads saying about it?
0: Uh, none of my friends have read it or reviewed it um, on Goodreads, which is weird because I did this because somebody... I read this because somebody in the Goodreads group, listener the SFBRP ah. listener group, uh, on Goodreads says, hey, you should read this. The next book is out. Uh, I don't know what the next book in the series is called. It isn't listed here on Goodreads yet. This is just... The second book in the Quantum Evolution series, which okay. should be called the Quantum Thief series, but or the Quantum Conman, or the Quantum Spy, or the Quantum Undercover Agent, the the Quantum Double Crossing, whatever. Oh,
1: I quite like the uh, like the 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 title, the but series title, the Quantum, quantum Evolution. evolution. It like... is very
0: good, especially because that second book it's it it, there's some really good quantum and yeah. evolution stuff in it, uh, in a way which is amazing. Like what again? Like you go, why why is the book called that? And it's very, it's very good. It's very clever. Yeah. Why it's called that?
1: Oh, it's one of those things again. When if this comes out in, in German, the oh, the, yeah. the publisher probably yeah, something just, super stupid. They'll just be
0: like, here's here's the killer. No, what is it in the, in the um, that, that was in that Peter F. Hamilton book, The oh, yeah, Great the, North Road? And the they just invisible killer. Yeah, oh, is it the silent killer? Whatever. So sort I'm of like, no, no invisible. oh, it's invisible. The, it's the invisible sort of like, killer. No, the whole. I no, don't spoil it. The this. whole first quarter of the book is like, who killed this person? What's the killer? Who's the killer? Yes. How does it kill it? And then you realize that sort of like. Oh, it's someone invisible. <laughs> like, it's someone like, yes. No. like, no, they're trying to find a human yeah, culprit, yes. and you're like, but the, the killer's invisible, so we know yes. it's not going to be just I
1: uh, a... I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, this is so stupid. Um, uh, so, yeah, German publishers, never know. No spoilers,
0: but there's a lot to love in this follow-up to The Quantum Magician. For those of us who love it, there's a lot of high-tech space, uh, 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 spec speak with near-autistic mental states and high computation, but there's also time travel, a brand new con, and a twisty-turvy plot. Sounds pretty standard, right? There's a, a non a non usual interesting tidbit that arrives. However, I can't talk about. It. Oh, everyone's just saying. Oh, spoilers. Uh, yeah, you can't talk the thing, about it. thing is, it's not even a book which relies on the spoilers. Like yeah. I'm not even saying. Oh, and there's spoilers. Oh, there's a big twist. Because I don't even think there is a big twist. Okay. What there is is sort of like logical outplayings on how this setup plays out in people's lives. Yeah. And going on that journey with them is there's there's not a big twist when you go on that journey with them. Yeah. It's more like, like the experience, the, the experience. Yeah. like. But I don't want to give away which that di- no, even which characters are going on dire- or or the they're or which direction they're going. When
1: reading, yeah. the thing, yeah, yeah, oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, this is and this this one as well. Without spoiling too much, Belisarius, Cassandra, Saint Matthew, AI, and stills go, must go deep into the past uh, through, through the time gate to a fascinating world. You know, and they're just saying that's what they do, and they're like, yeah, they do that in like chapter four <laughs> or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: sounds fun yeah. it sounds like some some just really enjoyable what do you want from a science fiction book like you do get all the spec talk and autistic quantum yeah time travel yeah stuff, that's what i'm saying but it's... also you get um h- character development fun ai yeah. per- characters Whatever. Yeah. Well, you're really quiet on the on the thing on on the yeah. Recording. I know,
0: I know. I think the mic, but I can boost me up. It'll be fine. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be fine. Oh, it might be a bit echoey, but in the yeah. me, in the new thing, it's gonna be better. It, it soon. won't. It won't be. It won't be echoey here as well. Uh, yeah. Let me just. Uh, let me just type in. Uh, let me just do something here. Okay. And then. Uh... Oh yeah. Here's something. What's this book like? If Greg Egan, the hardest of science fiction writers about physics and consciousness, teamed up with Yoon Ha Lee, who writes space opera about Machiavellian galaxy spanning cabals, it might be something like this. Lee has a more sardonic sense of humour, but the schemes within schemes approach, and two entities coexisting in the same mind, is similar. Um, yeah, there is... some you is just somewhere. type
1: in Carl Egan in that?
0: I typed in Egan to Egan. see if anyone else had uh, mentioned <laughs> it. Because you can often say, what do other people... Like, in the same thing, it's sort of like, I love how many authors are reworking the time travel idea in their own way. Gibson, Reynolds, M- McDonald, Robson, Nevitz, you know. So often, yeah. if you want to say, did somebody else think that this book is a Reminded bit like this it. book? Yeah. Um, you often in these reviews you can just type in, oh, is this you know, is this book like you, you know that the previous one sort of like if you type in Heinlein when you're yeah. reviewing the light brigade you're like oh yeah someone is also picking that up so yeah. uh, I'm not the first one to think about this uh, yeah I wouldn't say I wouldn't say with um, Yoon Ha Lee because I think Yoon Ha Lee also does I don't know there's there's different stuff going on it's difficult for me to even say what I think's going on is
1: that politics
0: there is very little politics. It's mostly, cool. mostly, these people want this and these other people want this other thing. Let's go. Yeah. Um, it's much more personal level. It's more like, it's more like con jobs and space adventures, yeah. but with the personal stuff. Where's
1: Derek Kunsken from?
0: don't know. Should we go over to his uh, Goodreads page about Derek Kunzken? Here we go. Goodreads is a bit slow. I don't know. Uh, Canada. Okay. How that's old? All, how old No, that's literally all he says here. Oh. Born Canada. That's it. Website, DerekKunzgun.com, member since 2013,
1: that's it. <laughs> okay,
0: that's cool. Might want to read some of his other books.
1: Quite a lot of books there.
0: I oh, know, they're all short story collections. Uh, he's just He's just well published in short stories, I guess. Right. So, uh, and it, it, that looks like a, uh, a comic book. Slip. So yeah, these yeah. are his only two novels, and oh, Pollen from a Future Harvest. Hmm. Oh, no, that's poly- that's published 2015. But I'm saying that could be something with the quantum garden. Right. Uh, that could be uh, maybe a short some, story. Some writing exercise. Yeah, writing exercise, and that became quantum garden. Yeah. You know, pollen from already yeah. I've already mentioned that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, we said so, we right. wanted to do a half-hour podcast. This has been 38 minutes, but let's give it four and a half stars. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash SFBIP, you can... Uh, uh, it's not TT uh, B I P Time Travel the Book Book. Oh, yeah. It's SFBIP. You can help support this podcast and uh, all that kind of stuff by uh, getting this audiobook for free. Although, don't get this one, get The Quantum Magician, Magician. by Derek Kunskan. Yeah. It's worth a read. I kind of want to go back and read that first book again. I, now. I will
1: probably, like, you know, uh, having commuting coming up. Oh, yeah, we're moving I house.
0: Julian has an hour long commute every day. I might,
1: uh, I might uh, listen to The Quantum Magician.
0: Yeah. Forget everything I said now.
1: I forgot i read everything.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then... Uh, email
0: me, luke at juggler.net if you've got uh, something you want me to read. Also, go over to yeah, the SFBRP listener group on Goodreads and yeah. suggest a book there. Um, that's generally how I find stuff now. The next book I'm reading is called blah, blah, blah. I can't remember. can't be bothered to look it up. It's called Planetfall. And I think I'm reading the first book when everyone recommended the second that book. Sounds, I told you about that. Let's yeah, talk about oh, yeah, that in yeah. the next podcast. It sounds familiar. Become uh, my friend on Goodreads so I can also see if you've read this book. Because to be honest, I'm annoyed that no, it said, no everyone has just marked it as to read um, rather than uh, ha- having read it. So uh, check out this series. It's really good. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time.
1: Goodbye.